Welcome everyone, we are about to begin by Eses Hashem, Shalom Bayer, Shir number 264. Today we're going to discuss the concept of physical attraction, how important it really is or isn't. And uh, it's important for every uh, single person and married person to navigate uh, this topic in marriage very often even if one started out feeling that physical attraction to one another, uh, all married couples at some point need to navigate the ebbs and flows of the physical attraction because in many surveys, 50% of couples in one study acknowledged feeling during the course of their marriage a lack of physical attraction at times that they need to work with one another to, to, um, to work through it. Now, when it comes to dating, we're going to address both on the single aspect and the people that are married. We're going to talk about both aspects. And the truth is, even when dating, um, a realistic approach is needed when it comes to physical attraction. It's true, what the Chazal say, You're not a Mekadosh and Isha through a Shliach if you never saw her. You need to see her. Her looks need to be somewhat pleasing to you. Many single men, however, unfortunately, have an extremely unhealthy and unrealistic expectation when it comes to physical attraction. But yet, at the same time, there needs to be some physical attraction. Um, And even if there's emotional warmth, kindness, even a spiritual connection, if there is absolutely no physical attraction, it's very hard for the husband or boy or girl when they're dating to imagine that they could be physically comfortable with one another, then it's not likely that it will work. Um, I heard on occasion Rapam also cons- um, advised boys who felt guilty in a way that they, they went out with a girl, wonderful midas, but there was no physical attraction whatsoever. And he encouraged to end the, the dating of that person. Um, because you need a realistic approach. We're not shallow people, and but just because physical attraction is a factor, that doesn't mean you're shallow, that doesn't mean you're superficial, that doesn't mean you're a bad person, that doesn't mean you're, you're not chashev, it doesn't mean that you uh, see are seeing things the wrong way. It's a normal thing to want to have some physical attraction to the person that, you're getting, that you want to get married to. That's normal. So, it's, you know, either extreme is unhealthy. You can't ignore the importance of it to a significant extent, but you can't overblow it completely as well, which many, many boys unfortunately do, uh, where they refuse to go out with somebody or marry somebody unless they are, you know, one of those top 10 beautiful women in the world or supermodel or whatever. And people struggle with going to on both extremes. You have one extreme is is when you develop while dating or whatever an emotional, spiritual friendship connection, but there is zero physical attraction. That's one extreme. The other extreme is someone who is totally focused on the physical beauty, physical attraction, and leave, living with either extreme is not healthy and not sustainable. It's true, you'll probably look at the person hyper-focusing on the physical beauty as being very shallow 
and the other person on the other extreme focusing just on the emotional, spiritual, friendship aspects as being very deep, but neither one is healthy in dating or in marriage. You need a certain healthy balance. Men and women too, the truth is, but we are not on the madrega to sustain an emotional, physical connection in ma- as a marriage unless there is some form to a certain extent of a certain physical attraction to a normal degree. You can't sustain a marriage without having some of that physical attraction. But nevertheless, the other opposite is also true. A marriage cannot be sustained, cannot last, cannot hold if the hyper-focus and the only focus is a strong physical attraction. Because first of all, you'll be blinded to it and it'll blind you to many things that you don't see that are negative and you'll just be blinded by it and you'll have a lack of emotional and spiritual connection with this person. And even if you do have that, the bottom line is in every marriage, 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line or whatever it is, uh, our bodies wane, wrinkles, turkey neck, sagging skin, things like that. Uh, so you need to work on things even in, when you're married in your 20s and 30s, not just to focus on the physical connection with one another, but to cherish each other as a human being. And on the spiritual and emotional level, things that will sustain you even as you age. So the key is not to live in either extreme. The good news is, is that after marriage, even if the physical attraction sometimes is not there anymore, you can work through it together and enhance it in a very realistic way. And even if the physical attraction is waning in a certain way in marriage or people are worried they have issues with it, the good news is there too, is that they could work on it towards with one another to the point where they really feel that strong attraction again. It could come back with some work in a healthy way. What one needs to understand, whether they're single and they're dating, or whether they're married, boys and girls, that attraction is really multifaceted. Physical attraction is one aspect of the multifaceted dimension of what attraction is. There's a spiritual element, there's an emotional element, there's a mental element, there's a psychological element, there's a personality type element, and there's a lifestyle element and overall hashkafa element. Physical is important. It's an akuda. It is there, but it is not one, uh, the one all and be all. It's multifaceted. And often in dating, and this is important for people who are dating to understand this, they may not feel initially physically attracted to the person you're dating. But you'll see as the emotional and spiritual aspects grow, as you develop that relationship, it'll affect the physical attraction and that will grow as well. So what people advise is you could go out, you know, unless you see something on the first date or the second date, something that's really bothering you and you can't even imagine, you know, having a physical connection with this person, that's a different story than you call it off pretty much right away after date number one. But if if you go out on a date or two and you don't you like the person and but you don't you're not you don't feel the physical attraction, nevertheless, it's Kadai to connect and go out again 
And and you will see in many, many cases, people who got married, they interview people who got married, um, that they acknowledge this. That when they were going out the first one or two times, they didn't really feel that connection, not even the physical connection so much. It's only after they learned about each other and they developed, whether it's the fourth date, fifth date, whatever it is, that they connected with each other more in an emotional and spiritual way, that the physical connection does grow. And you start liking more that physical aspect as well. Very often in marriage... It's a, it's a fascinating thing that if, let's say, two people married and they had physical attraction or they didn't, or let's say they had a rock, rocky start and they had difficulties with each other, said so they don't feel attracted to one another. But what we, they will find is when they work on the marriage and start focusing on all the stuff we talk a lot about in the shiurim, in connecting with one another in emotional ways and, and, and communication ways and so on, what happens is, is that aspect of physical attraction that seemed dormant, non-existing, comes up again. It blossoms again. It grows like, where did it come from all of a sudden? Why wasn't it there before? But it comes up again. And that is the good news that married couples need to understand. Again, it's multifaceted. And even if um, you were not initially or attract, attracted to a person. You could become physically attracted as you develop that relationship. It goes on the negative side too, unfortunately. Very often a person will say, I'll have a, a working relationship with a man or a lady. They're not, I don't feel physically attracted, attracted, attractive to them. Uh, when I, I don't feel that. So what's the big deal? What's wrong? But unfortunately, unfortunately, what happens is, is that as you develop a warmer relationship with a person that you initially did not feel a physical attraction to, the physical attraction will come. And very often, unfortunately, that leads to unhealthy affairs and terrible results, starting out by a connection that had no physical uh, attraction to it. And the proof that that physical attraction is not the main thing in a marriage even you should know this even while dating and certainly after marriage, you find many, many good-looking people that don't get married or get, get divorced, their relationships don't work. And the, the, the idea being very clearly that good looks is not the sole indicator of what real attraction actually is. So it's very important to understand this. And part of this is to understand that we, unfortunately, are skewed and messed up when it comes to having a healthy definition of what beauty actually is. We have a skewed crumb perspective on what beauty is. Part of the reason is, is because we are exposed in the entertainment business or in pornography or the way people dress in the streets or, um, you know, what we're downloading into our, our, our consciousness through, through the computers or through your WhatsApp or through whatever. And we have skewed, corrupt, messed up information on what beauty really is. And many, many couples feel, struggle with this, not feeling physically attracted to their wives or to their husbands because they are exposed to these outside forces of... Um, images and concepts that really have 
are, are mess up the whole concept of what beauty actually is. Firstly, our bodies are, are, are going to fade as time goes on. So therefore, in a marriage, it's important not just to focus on the physical aspects, but on all the other aspects as well. Now, to be, to, to be truthful, though, that even as the physical body wears and fades and, 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 and you know, you get into your 30s, then 40s, then 50s, and even 60s, but the good news is that you could still have a great attraction to one another and, and, and uh, frankly, a great physical intimate life that's very, very enjoyable, even as one ages, as long as they take care of themselves physically and they have this emotional connection as they go along. But it's certainly clear that the exposure, exposure to the junk in our society will negatively affect our crumb perspective. It'll become crumb on what beauty is, what isn't. And um, to be frank, for all of those listening here, who, uh, you know, if you're single and you're listening to this, or whatever it is, you may not be particularly good-looking yourself. And we know, it's very common, you can have fat, ugly boys that, in their head, you know, they want to marry the beautiful girls, uh, you know, because that's what they have in their head, and that's what they're expecting. It's really, really a skewed world, unfortunately, in these types of things. And um, what happens very often in a healthy relationships is people tend to marry people with similar levels of physical uh, looks and so on and so forth. Sometimes it, do- it doesn't work that way. But the key really is with all of these things, especially with physical attraction, is the extremes are unhealthy. Either extreme is one is unhealthy. Um, to totally disregard it is unhealthy, but to totally hyper-focus on it is unhealthy. And, um, and that's an important thing to understand. And um, culture, unfortunately, as I just said, affects our perception in a terrible, terrible way. Because the truth be told, and people don't talk about this, but throughout history... The concept of beauty changes based on different cultures, based on the race, based on the time periods we are in, based on the cultural narrow definitions of what beauty is. In America, it's a certain way. In other cultures, it's other ways. And a lot, you know, is also what's specific to you. You understand? In other words, what you need to do and what's healthy in understanding this while you're going out or while you're married. It's very, very important, and we're going to talk about it in the next year, is you need to daven to Hashem when it comes to this. If you're single and you're going out, you need to daven to Hashem to allow your wife or your husband, whichever way it works, to define for you. Or so let's say you're the husband, you're, you're a boy. You ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to define for you what beauty is. Find me the right shidduch, balas me this taivais, a good me this taivais, and help me understand a healthy view on what physical beauty is to me personally, that I'll have a sipik nefesh that I'll be happy with in a realistic way, and guide me that I, that the right one should be meitzachein be'enai, should be appealing to my eyes, and the girl asks in the same vein. And these tefillahs work because HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows that you're earnest about it, and you want to do it the healthy way. 
And not that because you want to see something based on something you saw on the street or in a magazine or something like that, but based on what the real reality of it is. We'll continue Bestas Hashem in the next year.